<laughs> Welcome to Moody Broads. I'm Rachel Rangel. I'm Brittany Paulson. And uh, we are alive. We are. We're here. Uh, Rachel Riley's alive too. She's yes. just doing some homework. Well, I'm barely alive. <laughs> uh, in case you guys are wondering. That makes me think of something really funny I saw today. So I'm going to try and put that in the remember section of pin my it, brain. Put a right? pin in pin it. it. I'm pinning it. Yes. Um, we got um, our lives together somewhat this past week, right? Yeah. Right. So we, and did. we even got some new toys. We got a roadcaster, which is like basically Excited. a very fancy audio interface. Yes. And we're legit here now. We're so legit. Yeah. Maybe we'll make a dollar now. Oh my God. We will make dollar, not dollar. plural. Just dollar. Dollar. Yeah. Think of all the things. We'll frame it. Our first podcast dollar. Our first podcast dollar. Um, Okay, so catching up because it's been a long fucking time. Yeah. Well, um, I almost died. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Me and my whole family. uh, We had this. You went on a crash diet. Basically, we had this gnarly stomach bug called the norovirus. Yes, I'm a doctor. Um, And. (laughs) (laughs) I like how you have to pretend. What? what? That's crazy. You're Not like your husband didn't have to give me a shot in the butt. <laughs> yes. Oh, we need more context. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. Context. Let me. Okay. So my family got this really bad stomach virus. First, my husband came home with it. Then my daughter came home with it. And I was like, ew, stay away from me. Ew. And, ew. and then in the middle of the night, I got it. And we were just, I mean, this is it's gonna get graphic but oh okay but we was just (laughs) vomiting everywhere i mean it was like the exorcist up in my house it was bad and uh i lost 10 pounds in like two days i tried to come over to your house and open mouth kiss you a few times and you were like no please don't i told you my germs are your germs no you're right you were very giving with germs but i ended up not going over there but matt went over there and gave you a shot so in the butt so okay that was a very humbling visit let me just tell you because (laughs) He came in the house and he asked Ryan, he was like, all right, like, is it coming out both sides? And Ryan's like, not for me. And I was like, you traitor. (laughs) (laughs) And then, and then I had to like shame, like shamefully, like raise my hand and be like, it is for me. (laughs) And so Matt's like, all right, take these. And so he's getting the syringe ready because I can't hold anything down at this point. So if I take anything orally, like I'm just gonna, it's just gonna come Uh, back up. (laughs) You said oral. (laughs) Um, But so he's like, he's doing it right. And so I'm like, like rolling up my sleeves and he's like, um, Nope. This is probably gonna hurt if it if I put this in your arm. It's it's gonna have to be in the butt. <laughs> in in the butt. Give it all you got. And, and I was do it in and the butt. I just look at him and I'm like, all right, yeah, okay, all right, yeah, let's do this. And normally it's not that big of a deal, but this is my best friend's husband, so we family now. <laughs> we are we family. But yeah. let me just tell you, that shit hurt. That shit hurt. <laughs> my butt was real sore after that. <laughs> Because I was up at the dance studio with all of our friends waiting yeah. for the kids, and like we knew that you were sick, and we're all sitting around. And then all of a sudden, we get this text: Matt just gave me a shot in the butt. <laughs> and I think they all read the text before I did. Oh my god! And goodness. so I like walked back, and they were like, "Matt gave Brittany a shot in the." Butt. I didn't even know this story. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we all we all had a nice little chuckle over that. Oh. But I mean, I think you're missing the point here, which is that you lost ten pounds. Yes. So be grateful. <laughs> You should be grateful for that virus. How dare you? So All the water weight in your body gone. is gone. It's gone. It's gone. Yeah, it was coming out both ends. 
dude, that's fucking miserable. And I'm really surprised we didn't catch it because we spend a lot of time with you guys. I was like, seriously, especially when Matt came into the house, I was like, he's going to get it. He's going to catch it. Oh, oh yeah. my God. Like, yeah. He's going to get it. Our kids like rode right next to each other in the car. Melly went to that dance that sick. night. Yeah. None of them got it. And it's it. so contagious. I'll tell you what. The virus doesn't want you. They, <laughs> not even a virus. doesn't want you. So yeah, that was fun. Um, real fun. Yeah, it sounds like so much fun. So much fun. I was literally down and the stomach And then you missed bile. out on going out to dinner on Friday and you were mad as hell. You cheated on me. Okay, that's a strong You cheated on it. me. I, I have proof. <laughs> I have proof. I have pictures. You cheated on me. Prove that it's me. <laughs> <laughs> I circled your face in yellow. That's proof enough. Yeah, which I felt was aggressive. But you know, <laughs> you're right. It since could have been I, red. Since I cheated on you by having other friends who are also your friends. <laughs> It was so funny though because Matt's actually been like trying to make an effort with that group. Oh yeah, I, I yeah, I was actually really surprised that yeah, he that like, he was there. He seems to like all of them. And I swear. Okay, before Matt came back from deployment, you know, we kept talking about how antisocial yeah. he was, and the way you were describing him, I was thinking he was more antisocial than Ryan. Yeah, but I think Ryan might be more antisocial. He might be. Yeah, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Um. I'm kind of shocked by how social he's been since he came. Yeah. Home. I think that's, that has something to do with just um, finally realizing that I'm amazing. <laughs> he just finally realized he it. He finally after realized years and that years. I am worthy of spending time with. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, he is making an effort with that group of people. But they, he's definitely becoming more and more Matt-like around them. Yeah. And kind of cringe sometimes when he says things. And then they're all like, I like him. And I'm like all sociopaths too yes all yeah, of us are all of them right um so yeah so you lost 10 pounds mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i gained a degree but lost no weight <laughs> i lost the weight of the expectations of oh my god you did day. yeah it's a lot of weight that you just shed it is i i'm kind of in this um really like i don't know how else to describe it like privileged like two week period where like my kids are in school I don't have a job and I'm not doing homework all the time anymore what are you gonna do with all your free time right and this is really this. one of those times where I'm like I can literally just sit and like read a book for hours which kind of feels weird which is we could have a whole conversation about why that's wrong right like right. we should be able to relax without feeling guilty but uh now I just gotta figure out what to do with the rest of my life and it's a uh, super casual I'm yeah. freaking out internally because the boutique duh well yes and we do like and that's the other thing is like school has really kept me from being able to do this mm -hmm. and then it's been keeping me from being able to really push the boutique with yep. you um you were getting your photography business up and running and it's going now yeah and so it's like we have a lot of uh irons in the fire we if do. you will right and um but, but none of them have been where we want them to be yet because they were almost too many of but them. But we have all the ingredients. Yes, right. You know, like we've talked about this to so many times. A cake to, of to make a cake of To make a killer cake. Yes. To make just like the best fucking cake. Yellow cake with chocolate frosting. Yeah. Bitch. Yeah. I, I, I knew we was best friends. Bitch, we soulmates. <laughs> <laughs> I know what to get you for your birthday. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you're right. We have the ingredients and now it's like, okay. But then there's the part of me that's like, okay, you got this degree in psychology, which is pretty much like you can't, you have to go to grad school you, to be a you counselor, have to, right? And I was pretty sure that's what I wanted to do. And now I'm kind of like, um, do you, I don't know. Like, okay. But you know, you're, 
hold on before you yeah. start. Cause I know how you are. You do know me. I know you so well. well. It is your prerogative mm-hmm. to change your mind. Yes. If you decide later on, then that's not what you want to do. Don't feel guilty about it. Yeah. I, I think part of the reason why I've kind of lost enthusiasm for it is because of where we live. Yeah. We live in this really beautiful place, right? Like yeah. we live in this little tiny town on the coast where we have like, we basically live where other people vacation, right? Right. But it's the not- The fucking Catalina wine mixer. The fucking Catalina <laughs> wine mixer. Uh, it's the shrimp festival. Right. <laughs> it's very fancy. So We fancy. have fried pickles. Yes. Um, fried everything. Fried everything. Uh, we don't have a lot going on here in terms no. of like- schools or infrastructure i mean it's a really nice place to live in terms of like it's beautiful and it's quiet and all if that you want to do absolutely nothing absolutely nothing absolutely. unless you work for the military or for the schools that support the area mm-hmm. that for all the children of the people this is where military spouses go to die yeah and like i always had sympathy for military spouses because you know that whole that old adage that like it's hard to get a career going when you're moving every few years and we've kind of been lucky in that our husbands don't move around as much right we kind of just stay here which Mm -hmm. is a blessing and a curse the blessing being that we can put down roots right and not have to move and you can start a career or whatever however the closest college i can go to for grad school is like 50 minutes away god and I mean, as everyone who's ever listened to in a single episode of this knows, my husband's always gone. Yep. And I've got two kids. Yeah. I've got two kids who have their own lives, right? They're in school and they have all the activities. And I don't know how I can manage being in Wilmington all day long, right? Not getting paid. That's the other thing. It's not Mm -hmm. a job. I'd be spending $40,000. Right. Exactly. For three more years of school. And then that kind of made me spin into a cycle of, well, I want to go back to Texas because that's where... Our family is. I know it pisses you off. We would make it work. You would just move with us. Right. But, you know, now I'm kind of like, well, Matt has seven more years in the military. And then I'm like, we should wait because military retirement is a nice cushion in life. Yes. Right. But then I started, I mean, this is like just my brain. And I think you're just like kind of going through a crisis right I now. Am. You know, yes, a yeah. little bit like a very, like very low risk crisis. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, right. we're, okay. like we're not trying to be dramatic here. Yeah, we're not trying to be dramatic, but I really don't know what to do with the next few years. But I think every, I honestly think no matter what age you are, I think that everybody who graduates anything kind of goes through that. Yeah. You're like, okay, well, what now? What's what next? next? What's next? Right. Exactly. Like I've been um, looking forward to this because it was more of a bucket list. Not a, oh, that's not the right word. It was something that I needed to do. Right. Well, because you started it and you wanted to finish it. Right. Like let's finish it. Let's go. And I do love psychology. It still is the thing that I love learning about the most. Right. But Grad school is such a financial and time-consuming commitment, and I don't know that it's possible to do it face-to-face where we live right now. Right. So it's like, do I wait four more years till we possibly get the chance to move back to Texas? Which, that's a big possibly, right? Yeah, because nothing in the military is certain. Right, or do I go to grad school online, which I'm like pretty much dead set against doing. Not that I think that it's bad. I just don't think that based on my personality, like it was difficult for me to do my undergrad online. I have attention issues. Don't we all? Yeah, we all, I, I, it was very hard to like, basically like, I don't know. Anyway, I really want to do a face to face for this. And I feel like, especially if you're going to be working in an environment where you are working with people, right? 
you should be doing a lot of it. It's not like you're going to school for like a behind the desk job or something. Yeah, I'm not getting an MBA or like a computer services or I don't know. Like it's it's like that joke, like during COVID, like you go to like medical school online. Exactly. Yeah. There are certain degrees that you can get online that it totally makes sense. Yeah. Because a lot of it is knowledge based, right? Right. If a lot of it is like, like practical, right? You're learning how to practice on people. Mm -hmm. I don't want to do that online. I'm sure that there's lots of people who do it and go on to be like excellent counselors, but I know myself and my own like tendencies to get distracted and have a hard time. Yeah. I just don't You're just like a I'm more a- hands-on learner. That's how I am. Exactly. I'm not going to get as much out of it as yeah. I would like to. And, so, and then it'd just be a waste. Exactly. And then um, now I have this idea in my head that I really want to now pack a farm. And so that's been on you've my been mind really, a lot. Yeah. You've yeah. been really pushing well, that. It's just so, I mean, this gets into a bigger topic for military families, which is, um, a lot of us, you know, while your while your spouse or while you, whoever is active duty or both of you, is in like you kind of are at the uh, whims of the military. Mm-hmm. You can't necessarily have the property that you want because either it's too far away or you don't have the time to manage it because one of you is always out of the country, <clears throat> which is <clears throat> all the time, all the time. Um, and like we'll drive by like a farm somewhere and Matt will be like oh god I can't wait and I'm like why are we waiting like he's educated and even if he didn't have his degrees just the time that he's had in service and the experience that he's gained Mm -hmm. just from being in this in the navy he could probably I mean not probably he would he would be hireable out of the military but then we get back to the retirement benefits seven years though in the scan in the um, sorry grand scheme of life is very short yeah in the in the uh very short blip that is your children's childhood seven years a long time and at this rate we're gonna have a senior in high school when he graduates which is which sounds dumb to say because most people don't retire till their 60s, but I'm yeah. talking about by the time we can like but live it's different. where we want to live. Yeah, yeah, it's different because mo- well, I, well, no, I guess I can't really say that. It's it's I don't know, but when you're not in the military, a lot of the time you can you have a little bit of leeway, like where you want to live, what you want to do. Like it's like yeah, once you're stuck in that job, it is a little bit harder, but right. like. Up until that point, you do have a little bit more freedom in choosing where you want to be and where you want to go. But in the military, it's like, here's your orders. This is where you're going. Right. And it's like you have to make the decision as a family to go there together. Right. Mm -hmm. And that was the other thing is Matt is so lax about everything that he's like if you want to move back to texas and go to grad school i would support that's exactly you. how ryan is yeah but the, but the solution for me the solution is not to be away from them even more yeah and it's not even him and i being apart because i think that like if it was just the two of us yeah i could totally live in a different state and we would make it work it's right. not a big deal but we have children right and then you get into like bigger questions of like is it fair for me to move my children across the country so i can go to grad school it, it, it just and seems, they have friends here they have, they have life, life here, here right they do and then to not have their dad around who's already like not around yeah and and that's like not his choice yeah right? but it's but like you're taking away choice. like yeah it's like you're taking away the little bit of time and this is not me like no trying to make you feel bad because i have been in the same like situation yes. where ryan has been like well go move to california yeah but i again i tell him like the solution is not to be away from you even more like the problem lies with you always being gone yeah and it's one of those things where it's like you can't be upset with them about it because it's not like they do it 
Right. To, They're not doing it to us. It's their job, right. right? Like it's our job to bloom where we're planted. And so that's what I'm trying to do right now is just bloom where I'm planted. So blooming. yeah, I feel like I'm kind of like having like this very, very boring version of a coming of age tale at 32 <laughs> years old where I'm like, who am I? What do I want to be when I grow up? And I also have all these other interests besides psychology. Yeah. Like I love doing this. I love the production side of the podcast. Like I, I would literally produce this podcast without being a host. Like right. I, I love it so much. I like that the behind the scenes stuff and I don't know. Hey, Rufus. Hey, Ruru. Do you want to say hi? Yes, look at that boy. Look at that boy. You want to say hi? You want to say hi? What if he just like burped? Oh my God. He would. He's gross. That's how Sniper would totally do the same thing. So, anyway, that's what I've been going through. So, now that I just overshared. No, I understand. Like, I totally get where you're coming from and I totally understand, like, you know, your crisis. I think it's totally valid. And. Obviously, for you know, selfish reasons. I know. I I want you. You want to lock here. me in your house. I do. Like literally. Like if I had a basement, you'd be down there. I don't like the basement idea. Okay, the that attic. Feels. You want the attic? It okay. depends on how uh how your HVAC works. Like is the, it works now? So we got air conditioned up there. Oh, I don't know. Are there windows? I don't know. I just don't want to be anywhere without windows because I'm very Same. sensitive I'm to light. Oh, yeah, that yeah. too. Yeah. Um, yeah, if I had to live somewhere like Alaska, I would get depression. Alaska. I would be, I'd be like seasonally depressed. Yeah. Oh, we've, oh, yeah. yeah. We've so talked if about you do that. lock me up somewhere, just make sure it's well I'll lit. Make sure it's livable. Yeah. Well yeah. lit right. and uh, just Ventilation. let me out for exercise and food. Yeah. I'll feed you. Healthy food. Yes. Healthy food. Because We're if you're going to keep someone kick. prisoner, you should feed them. They well. should. Yeah. I mean, or I could just not feed you and then you just get real skinny. Yeah. But there's a difference because if you don't feed me well and you just like, if you don't feed me at all, I'm going to lose muscle. That's true. And that's I'm going to be skinny. You're just going to be so weak. But that's what I want. That's where I want you. I want you to be super weak so you can't fight me. Ugh. <laughs> this feels toxic, but I'm going to roll with it. <laughs> so speaking of eating healthy. Look at us. Who would have thought? Who? Guess okay. what we had for dinner last night, everybody? A salad. Lettuce. Lettuce. A tree. <laughs> basically. Leaves. That's it. With grilled chicken. Yes. Grilled. There, there was nothing from Bojangles now, in our mouths. Now, granted, night. it was a Caesar salad. <laughs> okay. I don't know where this keeps coming from, but there's nothing wrong with Caesar salad. No, I love Caesar salad. But they like, are still healthy. The dressing is not It depends, healthy. I think, what you put in it, right? I think the I stuff that you get doubt. from the grocery store is probably mostly like vegetable oil. I think if you like, yeah, if you yes. make it from like scratch, like there is definitely a, a healthy way. My but mom makes it from scratch with anchovies like and everything. It's frozen t- Caesar. It's probably not healthy all right well let me believe what i want to believe but you know what listen Linda, it's better than bojangles it's better than bojangles. that was our alternative yeah we live in not a food desert we have healthy options in terms of like the Which grocery we store food desert. We, <laughs> we live in a restaurant desert okay, because i feel good, like a okay. food desert would imply that we don't have like healthy That's options true. at a grocery store we That's can true. buy healthy stuff and we have produce stands right and we have okay. all that but there's nowhere to eat except fast food. fast food and pizza. Yep, that's it. Uh, I'm so sick of pizza. I never thought I was going to say that. Ever. We have five pizza places within like a three mile Like why? Radius. There's Pizza Hut. There's Domino's. There's Baked. There's uh, Papa John's. Papa John's. And then there's uh, Michelangelo's. And Denoya's. And Denoya. God, six. Yeah. 
It's ridiculous. We have six pizza places, two Chinese restaurants, and... It's ridiculous. We do have a Vietnamese restaurant, which in terms of healthy options, that's not bad. Yeah, that's not bad. Hey, maybe that be our next Tuesday. Oh my gosh, we'll get Vietnamese. Okay. We should podcast from the Vietnamese place. They'll be like, please leave. (laughs) I need you to leave now. And they're so blunt. We're just your local (laughs) podcasters. They're like, I have no idea who you are. We're bringing people to the restaurant. People know us here. Here we are. Speaking of the podcast, we're definitely going to like try more. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's half the battle right there. Well, part of the problem we were having is that. We didn't try. We (laughs) did. We didn't try nearly hard enough. Inconsistency was definitely our problem. Yes. But our other problem was our uh, schedule, say, our, our hardware too, right? Oh, like, yeah. Like yeah. now we have a way to remotely podcast Upgraded. with Rachel. Yes. 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 And we can hear ourselves as a recording, which is like, I mean, I we went from a, we went from a four to like an eight. Ooh. That's a big jump. Can I tell you something that really hurt my feelings? Yes. You didn't do that. You've never. Oh, okay. You've never. Yeah, no. I was going to say, wait, I this. This is very, very personal, but I feel like there's someone out there that's felt this. Have you ever given your husband a blowjob? Yes. And you were like, I fucking killed that. <laughs> and then they're like, meh. I like, have never been so insulted in my life. So personally victimized. Yeah, like... I, you would think after this much so wait, get- but but okay in all fairness though that's kind of meh about everything he's yeah. <laughs> like that was a kick ass <laughs> Tina you dumb lard <laughs> exactly it's just like I, I'm like it's one of those things where I was like, I'm going to give him the best blowjob ever. And so I, really I only get the best ones when I'm drunk. Because, <laughs> like, when I'm sober, I'm not into it. I'm not going to lie. I'm so not into it. I'm like, are we done yet? Are you done yet? You're, like, are you, looking like, at your watch. But, like, when I'm drunk, it. I'm like, yeah, you like that? Yeah, okay, you like that? Okay. Yeah. So Good I got to be you. drunk. I yeah. was sober. Maybe that was my problem. Maybe my drunk. soberness <laughs> makes me not as good at blowjobs. But I really felt Or maybe confident. my drunkness just hides the fact that like not just that but he should have just fucking lied that's true he should have been like that was we lie about orgasms all the time uh that's not true i have never faked an orgasm oh i have not with your husband yeah i have what sure have to get him off me this is juicy yeah really faked orgasms yeah there's no judgment i'm just surprised i I have no shame (laughs) i've never done it and i've done it like there's been moments where like i'm just like okay like he okay and this is making him look good he wants, he, he like wants me to go. So he'll like prolong the situation because he wants me to go. He wants me to be pleasured. Right. And I'm just like, it's not going to happen. Like I, in my mind, I'm like, it's just not going to happen. And so I'll just fake it. I'm like, yeah, I went, but I will say this. Um, that was more towards like the beginning of our relationship. Now he knows me well enough if I, if I go or not. Yeah, he's like, like he knows. Yeah, no, he knows. He knows like now. But in the beginning, oh yeah, totally. I haven't faked one in a long time. Oh God, I haven't faked one in a long time. If that makes you feel better, it does make me feel better. Yeah, I feel like it's been a while. It's since been a I long, have, time. but I have done it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I know, I know that it's a common thing that people do. I've never done it, and it's probably, uh, it probably would have made my life easier. Yeah. In terms of um, not. Him getting off of you. Well, that's the thing is I'm like, I'm not ever like, God, I want this to end. It's more just like, um, I got laundry to fold. Oh my God. <laughs> You're 
Britney. <laughs> Britney. <laughs> we are not oh. this old. Oh, sometimes I feel like I am. No, you're not. You're just, you're just like. I'm just fucking tired. I'm tired. No, I, I don't know. I've never done that. But I'm also the one that will like be like, yeah, it's not going to happen. And I think that's I'll probably. I'll do that too. That's a confidence blow, right? I'll, well, I don't know. I don't I'll know do if it bothers too. Matt anymore. He's just like, oh, okay. Like, so I will literally straight up tell Ryan, like, just go. Like, it's not going to happen for me. Like, now. Because I can't really fake it now because yeah. he knows. I just don't. Yeah, you shouldn't lie about that stuff. I'm not, I did. I'm not angry. I'm just. I have no shame about it. <laughs> no sh- Christ, it's such a trope. Zero too. shame. Oh my God. Okay. Zero, so zero fucks given. I, okay. Well then back to the lying thing. He should have lied and told me that it was the best blowjob. I agree. Had, right? I agree. Because it all comes down to like reinforcement, right? Because You yeah. want to reinforce things that you want to continue happening. Exactly. Right? If your wife gives you a blowjob, you need to act like it's the best blowjob you've ever had. Agreed. Right? And then if she's going to be again. like, yes, don't. But then again, like you said, Matt is so blunt that I don't think he's capable of it. I Rufus, so if either. you don't get out of this fucking room, but I love he's him. licking himself. I can oh, hear it. Oh, okay. Yeah, don't do that, Rufus. I should put the microphone down there. It'll be ASMR. Ew! They will literally turn this off right nah, now. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> oh, leave. you just shamed him. Get out, Alan. Poor Ruru. Get out. Just shamed him. You need to leave. You need to leave. You need to no, leave. No, I like you, Ruru. I know you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> so, have uh, have you podcasted since you got your your trays in? No, and they're not in right now. My teeth are shifting as we speak. as you speak. As right, they're speak. going right back to normal. So, like, how are you feeling about it? Um, I don't see a difference yet, but I know well, there has to be a difference yeah. because I'm on tray three, and for it to be fitting in my mouth, they had to have sh- right. Uh, I mean, it has to. Honestly, it's I'm science. so fucking stoked. Like, I don't know what's going on with me, but I've been working out every day. I've because we're tired of looking like shit all the time. <laughs> it's that simple. It's that simple. I'm tired of looking like shit and feeling like a frump all the it's, time. It's a it's a cycle too, right? Like yeah. if you are working out every day becomes a habit. Your right. body is happy because you're doing what it needs you mm-hmm. to do. And then you feel better. You have more energy there. And then you, you, it's right. just, it's a we cycle. just got to get through this like first month because that's always the hardest. Yeah. Like today I had such a half-ass workout. Cause I was just like, Ugh. I feel like that's better than nothing. It is true. But also my body is still recovering from the almost dying. I don't want to hear any more complaints. You lost 10 pounds. I have to maintain it. Though. You basically just intermittent fasted for like three days straight, except did, you right? did not intermit. You just fasted. You, op- I, what's the opposite of fasting where you're not just not eating, like you're like uneating. Cu- right, uneating. You were regurgitating everything. You were baby birding it for three days. It was, I felt really skinny. <laughs> it was nice. I like how everyone in the group chat was like, oh, Brittany, I hope you're feeling good. And I was like, I bet you feel so <laughs> Guinea. And then my 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 dancing skeleton gift. <laughs> like, ah. That's how I feel right now. <laughs> I know, and you're the one. Like everyone's like, probably Sharla specifically. She's like, stay the fuck away from me. And you're <laughs> like, get over here. <laughs> get over here. And make out with me. Get over here. And make out with me. Give make me sweet, a sweet love to me. Can I just? I don't know if this is a, an experience that's unique to me. It probably isn't. But do you feel like for some reason, whenever you get sick, your house is already a mess? Like, yes. I've never gotten sick like the day after I've cleaned my house. So it's actually really funny that you say that because 
when the night that I got sick, I made pot roast and I, you can't eat pot roast ever again. Just no, I didn't even eat it. That's okay. the thing. I, but my, I, my kitchen just fucking blew up with just ingredients like all over the fucking kitchen. Mm-hmm. And I had, I'm pretty sure I had just cleaned like two days prior to that. So like my house was not that dirty. So a funny thing is at that point I was like, okay, I was starting to feel kind of queasy. So I'm like, okay, let me go feed the dogs. Let me go, you know, let them out to the bathroom. So I just want to get all this done. So I'm not sick while I still have to feed the dogs. Right. Cause you know, Ben is diabetic and he needs that insulin. He got damn beats. He got them beats. He needs that insulin. So I was like, okay, let me hurry up and just do this. So by the time I finished that, I was feeling kind of sick. And at that point I'm like, just this is just not getting done. It's not getting done. So then like two days later, Matt comes into the house and our house is a fucking gravesite disaster. I was so embarrassed when he came to the house and so was Ryan. Why? He was, cause it was bad, Rachel. Yeah, but it's mad. I he know, but care. it was bad. He probably was like, meh, 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 meh. These dirty mofos. These dirty mofos. <laughs> but it was so dirty. And I remember like literally just like hobbling out my room, like when Matt was there. And I just looked at my house and I was like, holy fuck. He probably thinks we are so fucking disgusting. And so, yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that because literally. What? I don't know what just happened. Oh, my God. Is it doing it now? It's doing it's, it okay, now. There we go. Oh, wow. We really fixed our audio problems. Oh, God. Fuck. It's always something, isn't it? It's always something. But anyways, yeah. So it's funny that you say that because, yes, totally 1,000% agree. I, it, I, I've noticed it every time our family gets sick. It's like... It, Can I just it, get sick in a clean house? Yeah. Like, I would just... Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. It's, it's kind of like when you come home from vacation and you know that you're going to be, like, depressed because vacation's over. And you have to unpack. And it's like the nicest thing is to come home to a clean house, right? It's the nicest. It is. That's the same thing with being sick. You want to be unsick when your house is clean. Yeah. That's why like I, you know, like when my kids get sick and they're like, oh, yeah, I'm sick. I'm like, you don't have to clean up. I get to take care of you. Right. Not saying that I don't feel bad for my kids when they feel sick. But yeah. it's definitely a difference. Like when you're. Because when, when you're, you're someone sick, to take it, care you still of have you, shit to do. Yeah. Especially as a mom. Yeah. Right. Especially if you're you home don't get with kids. Days. <laughs> that Put that on a glittery tumbler. Right. Moms don't get sick days. We should talk about chugs. Okay. Do you remember? Did you hear about chugs? Yeah. 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 So I guess we talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. But not on the podcast because we have a podcast in like four months. Okay. <laughs> I see. I don't remember Chug. what we what we talk about and what we don't. But um, we, we. I know we had a conversation about yeah, it. Yeah. So it's just another way for uh, Gen Z to talk shit about millennials. Um, speaking of which, now I remember the thing that I wanted to tell you guys. Oh. It's not that funny. It's pro- I'm probably <laughs> going to regret remembering it because it's going to be very anticlimactic, just like my graduation was because I forgot. To <laughs> oh, yeah. You didn't talk about that. I forgot to order my regalia. I forgot to RSVP to the virtual and oh. the in-person commencement ceremony. So like many things in life, including. I think it's to cheer you on. Yeah. I literally was just like, well, I took my kid to her birthday party. Right. So that was a very fitting way to graduate college at 32 to, it, it, where you by like, jumping. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I went fun. To, it was really fun. Was I really love fun. trampoline park. That was fun. Um, okay. So apparently there's a new term for millennials born between 1980 <sighs> and 1985. So like the oldest millennials and they are now called geriatric. Millennials. <gasps> Stop. Sit. Yeah. What the That's not fuck? Us though. We, I know we're not geriatric, no. but we're not that far from we're that. We're middle-aged millennials. Fuck Gen Z. <laughs> 
if any Gen Z is listening, fuck you. There's probably at least one. When fuck we you. love you. Do we? Please keep listening. Do we? I don't know. Just if don't be a, just don't be a shitbag Gen Z. And don't Z. call me a chug. And don't call me a chug or geriatric. Yeah. I'll come so fuck you Henry up with Zabrowski, my cane. actually, who hosts last podcast, he put, I guess his tweet made some meme page where he said, bop, 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 bop. Learned this morning, I am called a geriatric millennial. I think they meant a vibrant, thriving skeleton. I like that. I like that too. I feel like a vibrant. Geriatric, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? I'm like, my mind is blown right well, now. Well, it's like when you have a baby after 35, you're like basically having a quote unquote geriatric pregnancy. pregnancy which right. Is, um, but that's medical. Rude. Yeah. That's, that's different. Those Gen Z, you know what? No. No, you know how I feel about Gen Zers. They took our skinny jeans. They no, they our, didn't take my skinny jeans because I'm still wearing them. We totally bought non-skinny jeans like a week ago. Tell anybody. They're so comfortable. They're so comfortable. They're so comfortable. And when my waist slims down. What was the other so thing? Good. Side parts? I still part my hair I still part my hair to the side. People can get fucked with that shit. No. Like get, some of us have an asymmetrical face. Yeah, I was going to say, not all of us look good with a middle part. I've tried it. It doesn't look good on me. Damn, bitches. But anyway, chug is uh, another mean word they use for us. And I guess I'm, it's like, I'm sick of it. It has to do with holding on to trends that were popular when we were in high school. But I don't really see that as being true because I, the things I that they're I feel like I've progressed. Oh, 100%. Like, do I still love NSYNC? Yes. That's like <laughs> middle school. That so is, that's like. That is. That's we're not holding really high on school. to our Okay, fine. Do I still love T-Pain? Yes. <laughs> Did you see that video of T-Pain where he realized that he had the request yes. folder on Instagram? Oh my, I and he did. had like a full folder of just. Of like celebrities trying to message him. <laughs> oh, T-Pain. Do you ever look at your request folder on your Instagram? I do, but like mine are so annoying because mine, I've got the photography and then I've got the boutique one and mm -hmm. all of it is just like spam. It's yeah. annoying. There's, I don't get anything interesting. Uh, yeah, I've gotten very few. Or I've been, like, added to weird, like, chain things with spam bots. <sighs> and I'm like, if alone. you have... The other one that I get a lot is, um, like, random reps, quote-unquote, yes. from, like, swimwear companies. Yes, and that's like, what I get. We want you to be our brand ambassador. And yes. you click on the profile, and they have, like, zero followers. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I... Smell a lot. Yes. Or I've gotten emails from them too, like actual emails. <laughs> You're like this. Are you crazy? Don't, don't give these people any of your money. Do not. Just delete, block, delete, block. It's the new Nigerian prince scam. What's that? You don't remember that? Like you used to get emails from Nigerian princes who were like, I, I need to, <laughs> I need you to wire me some money. No. And then I will send you a million dollars. You don't remember that? That was a I mean, I've had scam. some I've had some similar spams, but like I almost fell for it when I was like 18 or 19 and I really wanted a French bulldog and I was living oh in Germany God. at the time and I was trying to find a French bulldog and <laughs> I Germany. found <laughs> yeah, they're French no, German bulldogs. <laughs> uh I was like on law and this was like 2008. So it was a while ago and there were definitely people who were like, if you send $300, I will ship the French bulldog oh, you, from yeah, ship it. Senegal. And I'm like, okay. Sounds legit. That's way cheaper yeah. than anything I've seen <laughs> around sounds here. Legit. That sounds great. I didn't do it, Good. but the thought crossed my mind. I've had someone, um, I was trying to sell my camera on Facebook, and I have had someone try to scam me saying that he was going to wire some money 
to me and that I'd had to go to, um, what is it? Uh, what are the fucking Western Union? Thank you. Western Union to go. Um, so I could, so we could wire the money to me. And at first I, I fell for it. And then I was like, nah, this is a scam. This is a straight up scam. I think I'm being scammed. Yeah. So after that, I don't like selling that kind of shit on Facebook. I don't blame you. I, I just get really annoyed with like all these brands that try to tell people like, we want you to be an ambassador so you can have a discount. That's not. That's not how that works. That's not how that works. You send me the thing. Yeah. I show the thing. Yeah. I get to keep the thing. Yeah. Or you pay me. Yeah. Right. Right. You don't, I don't want a discount code. I don't, unless it's a discount code to like with you. The, I don't know. Can't think of anything. Words. Words. Nutella. Nutella. That's been a rough one for me. Not that I eat it regularly, but it is like in the house right now and I'm not eating any of it. And that's Ooh, um, that's the hardest part. If there's is. something that you really like. Yeah, but I don't want to be like, okay, mom, I love you. Mom listens. Mom's a Mama real one. Morgan. When my mom used to go on like diets or healthy eating kicks, she would definitely like buy less of that stuff. And I would be like so bitter because I'd be like, I weigh How dare you ruin my life pounds. like this? Yeah. I want Pop-Tarts. And she's like, well, I don't want them in the house. And as an adult, I 100% you get, get where it. she's coming from, right. right? Like, if it's not in the house, you're not going to eat it. Yep. That's However, why I don't buy that stuff. If it's in the house, I'm going to eat, eat it. it. Like your potato chips the other day? I didn't finish it because I didn't like it. That's good. It was not good. That's the worst when you're trying to eat healthy and you eat some junk food and it turns out to not be good. It really they, makes you think about like... But they were kettle chips, so they're baked. <laughs> they're not baked, they're fried. <laughs> Are they fried? I thought kettle chips were baked. Nah, dude, they fried. You lying to me? Let's Google consult it. the Google. Dr. Google. Dr. Google. They're just watching everything we do and stealing our data. Whatever the case is, kettle chips are fucking bomb and they are crunchy as fuck and they do have less salt than regular potato chips. That is what I learned. Okay. The major difference between the two is how they are made. Kettle chips are made in batches while regular chips are made in a continuous process. Bottom line is they are both still fried in oil. But... So if it's batches, and that means kettle chips have less oil per chip, right? <clears throat> right? Right? It's got to be it. That's, I'm, that's it. Which is healthier? Um, it looks like they are not healthier, but they are more delicious. They're more delicious. I read that kettle chips typically have less salt, but the fat um, content is the same. Yeah, they have the same amount of fat, calories, and carbohydrates, which yeah. is less sodium. Yeah. So I I'm going to take it. Whatever makes you happy. Just listen. Just follow Linda. the portion sizes, okay? You don't have to eat the whole bag of potato chips. I don't like when you look at a portion size of something and it's like half the I bar know. is a serving size. <laughs> it's like three chips is a portion yeah. size. What the fuck am I supposed to do with three chips? Ew. The fuck am I supposed to do with this? But you know what? Here's the thing, though. Chips belong on sandwiches. I still believe everything in moderation. Like, even though we're on this new health kick, I don't want to completely deprive myself of everything that I love. Yeah, because then it's not sustainable. Right. It's not. And I've I've done that in the past where 
I've been like, okay, I'm going to start eating healthy. I'm going to start working out. And I go hardcore with it. And then I burn myself out and then I revert back to old habits. And I told myself, I'm not going to do that this time. That's why diets generally don't work. Exactly. So that's why I was like, I'm just going to, I'm going to burn slow this time. You know, like we're just going to kind of just push through it, work out. I'm not going to eat as badly as I did, but I'm, again, I'm not going to deprive myself because I don't feel like you should. If your body has like a craving, I feel like it's healthy to give into cravings every once in a Except while. Except for crack. Except for crack and heroin. Wait, but does crack make you skinny? It does. Or is that heroin? I think heroin makes you sleepy. And you get sores all over your face. It's not a good look. It's not. Cocaine makes you skinny. And hyper. And hyper, which that's the opposite of how I feel. <laughs> We're hyper and fat. <laughs> No, I don't feel hyper at all. I want to be more hyper. I was a very no, hyper child. Well, it's weird because like you and I get like these bursts of energy. Yes. But then we also are, I would say, I don't know what you see me, like 30% of the time we are like, let's go, let's go. And then like yeah, the rest, out. like the 70%, we're just kind of like. We have bursts uh, of energy. Yeah. 100%. And it's like we were just talking about how sometimes when we are in a social setting, I'll just shut off. My yeah. my social battery runs out. And thankfully, you are there to keep talking to everybody so I can speak to nobody. Yes. And they can all assume I hate them. Because they do. They do. Which is so crazy to me because I know you so well. I'm like, she I, doesn't have a fucking evil bone in her body. I really do. I like people too much. I am the mean one out of Absolutely. us. Absolutely. I really am. Bitch. I am a bitch. <laughs> But like, so it's funny because I was You're not a bitch. You're just very discerning. Really? Yeah. You're not a bitch. I don't find you to be unkind. You are just very Yeah. I'm not like rude. Yeah. Yeah. You're very, you're very protective of your energy. Yeah. And I'm trying to be more like that. That is something about you that I really like. Like you're not afraid to be like, no, Yeah. I'm not doing that because it's, um, I don't want to expend my energy. On well, that. you know me, I'm, I am all about what's good. Do what's good for your mental health. I'm all about that. Right. Like, even if someone doesn't like it tough, whatever, you've got to do what you got to do for your mental health. Is there, if there's some, some person there that is not feeding, giving you good energy and they're not there, you know, they're not good for your health, your mental health, then that person got to go. They got to go. They got to go. That's just how I feel. Grab a broom because it's a mess. Sleep it up. Yeah, I'm yeah. working on it. You oh, are, yeah. and you have gotten yeah. a lot better with that. Yeah, I think I'm. I'm, a, and you're a very empathetic person. I'm not trying to say that you're not, but my empathy is such that I put myself in other people's shoes too often. Yes. Um. So when they're acting like an asshole, I can always see like how they got to that. Point. But you act on your empathy. I'm empathetic. I don't always act on it. Right. I like. I'm, I can see it and I can understand it, but I. It, I mean. Yeah. I, I'm just. It's too easy for me to just be like, oh, I can see how they got to this point. Yeah. And and I can see, and therefore I just assume that it could happen to me. For some reason, like I have this idea in my head that that I could be an asshole too, if you know, and which is. I'm sure there are people out there who do think I'm an asshole. I can think of a few <laughs> off the top of my head, but. Uh, for the most part, I, I think that might be the OCD. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Where I'm like, oh, well, if it could happen to them, it could happen to me. I'm like that in certain scenarios. Like, 
point, uh, like the dance mom stuff. I'm not going to get too much into it, but like I, if some, okay. Like if someone forgets something, you know, it's usually typically a big deal, but I always kind of be like, well, listen, I could forget something. It could happen to anybody. It literally could happen to anybody. So that's why I try not to be too hard on anybody that does forget something because it could happen to me. Um, should we be responsible for our our things and our actions? Yes, absolutely. But like, I'm not going to be that person that's going to harp into you because of a like a, a mistake. Yeah, you know, like something that was not purposely done. Yeah, it's so easy for me to see both sides of everything. Well, not Same. everything. There are some we, things we're really good at having a panoramic point of view, though. We are. Um, and it, sometimes it sucks though because I feel like I'm very easily influenced. Yeah, you're like, oh, I get, but I get, but I get that but I get too. That. But I get that too. I mean, there's certain things like you're never going to convince me that certain things are not bad, right? right? But then there are certain things where I'm like oh I could see how how the person got to that point in their mind and I could see how that person got but to you that know point not in their mind. everything requires a stance I though I have a weak sense of identity no but I don't but no not everything requires a stance though True. like you don't not everything's all black and white you don't have to pick a side on every topic like sometimes you do it, it like you do just have to see both sides and just let that be yeah and I think that's probably where like we could, that gets into a bigger topic of especially like the political realm of our yeah. country right and now, right? you and I are very, very, very similar in that aspect. Yeah. Like very similar. Yeah. We really are. Yeah. And, and and again, I'm not trying to say like our way is the right way, but, but I know it is. I'm just but saying. I think it is healthy. I it's think good like to any, be able to see both sides of ever not everything, but yeah. of reasonable. But things. I think any type of like extremity like that, it's it it gets unhealthy. It can yep. be kind of toxic. I agree. Yeah, so I never, I never really like to go too far on any type of spectrum. We are Switzerland. Actually, that's not good because you don't really want to be Switzerland. You don't want to like, be you got to take a stance on something. You like, do, but you got to be against, you know, like, the axis of evil. Like, right. You have to be like that. That was the wrong side. To right. Be on, right. But again, but those like, are those are certain topics that require that. Right. But then there's other things that just aren't that serious, bro. Exactly. Like, and why are you mm, wasting your energy on it? I can't think of anything off the top of my head right now, but there are a lot of them. There's a lot of them. It's going to come to me as soon as we're done recording. Like, for never mind. I'm not going to say that. Because <laughs> there are some people that would wildly disagree. That might be listening. That's my thing is I'm just like, can't we all just get along? See, I'm no, not no, like that. No, we can't. I'm not like that because you know me with, with certain people. I'm like, no, fuck them. Fuck that person. No, I don't give a fuck. Fuck. In <laughs> <laughs> fact, no, but you on the other hand, like we're not going to, we're not going to mention names here, but I noticed the other weekend that there was a certain somebody that you were being nicer to than usual. And I was, I do that. I Everyone side has a second you. chance for me. But then what happened the very next day? Then they do something to disappoint me again. Exactly. It's a very common theme in my life. It's been like that with every relationship I've ever been mm-hmm. in. Um, I give people too many chances. And you know, what's funny is I definitely don't give other people the benefit of the doubt. Uh, we have a friend who was going through some marital problems and I'm like, I can totally see why people stay in situations that aren't good. Right. right. But at the same time, I'm like, Ugh, she should leave him. And it's like, I don't know why it's so easy for me to like see other people's situations like that. But with my own, I'm like, no, no, we can you never give yourself the benefit of the doubt. Absolutely not. Like people get way too many chances with me. Like it's, 
it's unbelievable. That's why you have me. I know. And I am working on it because I do think that it's a big source of anxiety for me too. Also, yeah. And it also, um, if you don't have those standards and like those lines in the sand, then you mm -hmm. kind of like your identity is kind of based on other people. Right. And, and that can be a problem. And you can't keep pushing that line for certain people, yep. you know, like, yeah, I guess there are some people in our lives that of course we're going to give extra chances to right? our kids our kids when they are Damn. bad they get unlimited chances so many chances so many chances but yeah but like you can't keep pushing that line you know like you really do have to draw and keep it there with with certain people because and we've talked about this there are people that are going to keep taking advantage of it yep 100 percent. and we know people like that so <sighs> we know so many people like that oh so many people like that and it also goes back to what we were talking about, how you attract certain types of people. I do. You really do. And those types of people that you attract, they probably, I would not be attracted, attractive to those types of people. Right. And I, it's kind of funny because um, I actually had this like moment of realization not that long ago because I remember when I was younger, um, I, one of my best friends, um, she's actually kind of very similar to how you are, your personality. She gives people a lot of chances. She's very forgiving. And I would notice that she would get these people that would flock to her and they would almost become, um, almost kind of obsessive with her. And I remember when I was younger, even though that type of personality gave me so much anxiety, I used to question like, why don't people like me that way? Always. I used to always, always ask myself that question. And then as I got older, I realized it's because I pushed those types of people away. Mm. And I think when I was younger, it was unintentional. But now that I realize that it, it's very intentional. But those types of people I can't have around me. I, yeah. I just cannot. I can't deal with those types of personalities. Yeah, I've had that opposite of that my entire life. I've always been. It's like that one kid that can't seem to be friends with anybody else would always be my friend. And yeah. Then I didn't have problems making friends, but... It, I would be like tied down to this person. Yes. Right. That. And then you feel guilty. Yeah. It's always been like my job to fix people. Yes, definitely. And I'm the kind of person where I'm like, nah. that bitch can't be fixed. Nah. <laughs> You're like, I'm not going Peace. to do it. Yeah. And so I, my I, sister and I are both like that. So I don't know oh what that. Am I, you know what? I think even my mom's like that. I think I just come from a family of people. See, who my just, mom's like that. But I'm very opposite of that. I literally repel people like that. Like, I'm just like. <laughs> You're repulsive. Yeah. Like, do I can't. Do not come at me with that with a fucking 10-foot pole because I can't do it. I, I can't. It gives me so much anxiety. And I think, too, was me having that, like, realization what triggers my anxiety with, with people. And I know that now. Like, now that I'm in my 30s, I can realize that in certain people. But before I think it was just very unintentional and I just like knew the types of personalities I could not be around. No, that's good. It all just comes down to boundaries. And the thing is, you know the personalities that you shouldn't be around, mm -hmm. but you're working on it. I'm working on it. Yeah. I really am. Yeah. I'm trying. No, and I've seen so a hard. huge difference. Yes. Uh, it's, it's, um, a lack of being assertive puts me in positions where mm -hmm. I feel uh, trapped and unable to bow out of a situation. Yeah. Right. And then on top of that, it kind of stirs up like this, this 
thing about myself that I don't like, which is that I have a hard time telling people when I'm upset with them. You don't like confrontation. I don't. Yeah. And I'm also working on that. Yes. Uh, it's still probably never going to be a strong suit of mine. And that's I don't okay. even have a, I don't even, I, I struggle with telling people like the things that I like about them too. Like I tend really? to be one of those people that like, uh, comes off as kind of cold and people I think have a hard time gauging how I really feel. But about you're, you're somebody. not like that behind people's backs, which is actually really funny because you're actually very complimenting of people yes. behind their backs. Uh, it's a lot easier for me to tell other people what I like about a person than yeah. it is for me to look at that person and, and, tell, and them. tell them. Yeah. And I don't know where that comes from, but that's all that it is, right? That's all adulthood is. It's just figuring out all the things that we're right. bad at and right. that we need to work on. Because like for me, um, one of the things that I have a really, 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 really big problem with is physical affection. Mm -hmm. I am not physically affectionate like at all. And mm -hmm. sometimes it worries me because even with my kids, I love my kids to death. I would die for my kids. But even sometimes when they're all over me, I'm like, oh, yeah. stop it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was one of those people I never really like gave my mom hugs all the time because it just felt like I love my mom to death and I would do anything for her. But like, it just felt weird. Like the physical affection just felt weird to me. And um, it even gets to the point where like sometimes like if Ryan or like one of the kids will touch me, it'll kind of like make me cringe a little bit to the mm -hmm. point where I was like, did something happen to me like as a child that like I like suppressed and I did not, I didn't realize it, but then I know it did it. Yeah. Like I know it didn't, but like, but then I'm like, well then why am I like this? Um, yeah, no, I don't have the answer for that. You need yeah. to go to therapy. <laughs> therapy, right. <laughs> therapy. Therapy. No, I'm the same way though. I'm also not as physically, physically affectionate as some people. Yeah. I also have a really hard time with, um, just expressing verbally things same that, that in per, like I'm actually more physically affectionate than I am verbally affectionate same like, especially either. in relationships like uh I know like it and it sucks especially when you spend so much time apart as Matt and I do like he wants me to like talk about like the things that I want to do and I'm not even talking about just like sexual yeah. right and I'm just like this is awkward that's how Ryan is yeah, I'm not like over text on the phone I'm like uh yeah I, I it, it sucks we both need more therapy. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is. Maybe that's why we mesh so well together. Because we're both damaged. <laughs> yes. You know what Which makes me sad? We actually have like really good parents. Right. And we have like good upbringings. Like, we have good we morals. Yeah. We're not like traumatized individuals. Like, it's weird. We're doing like, okay. But we I, definitely have some issues with like intimacy. We do. Yes. Big time. Big like intimacy, I have some huge intimacy issues. intimacy issues for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny because I was thinking about and I was like, why can't Rachel and I be those best friends that like take pictures together when we're out? And like, we never do. Like we, ne like we hang out every day and, our, and most people probably wouldn't even know. Uh, yeah, no, hundred percent. And I don't know like, why we don't do it. Like neither of us are like, let's take a picture. Yeah. But that's also because we're both hypercritical of ourselves. That's true. We take a picture and we're like, ah. Yeah, though we had an entire like uh, meltdown last week because we were like, <laughs> what does our real face look like? Is it the face in the mirror or is it the face in the camera? I still want to know the answer to I this question. I still don't know the answer. I yeah. got some mixed answers. Um, I really hope. Yeah, because you put it on your Instagram, huh? Yeah, and like I got some stuff about like color and light. And yeah, it's the reflection and not the uh, camera. And no, it's the camera. They've been way too scientific Basically, with this shit. bitch, we ugly. Don't say that. Oh, my God. Wait, I'm not ugly. Who be calling me? I'll call you back. I'm podcasting. 
Call you back. Bye. You just need to make sure you're alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause if I die, he's stuck with two kids by himself, but let's be real. Um, he's a great dad. He's a great dad. Yeah. And not just that, but like any woman that saw him like single dadding by himself, they're gonna be like, Oh my God. I love Ryan it. always tries to make jokes about them. Like shut the fuck up. It's weird, isn't it, that, like, single dads... Like, we have a really good friend who is a single father. Yes. Who is, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. But I, we noticed ourselves, like, being like, oh, my mm-hmm. God, he's doing so amazing. He's doing the same things that we do. He literally does all the shit, same shit we do. But yeah. we, for some reason, we look at him as, like, being... Right, like, like, some god or some something. Some sort of god, just because... Why are we like this? I don't know. It's just ingrained in us from childhood. And then, like, the, and then, like... We will do something so minor, like fucking forget to like give our kids like a juice box for lunch or something. And we're like, we're so dumb. God, I'm so dumb. So stupid. Oh my God. 100%. 100%. It's crazy that we do that. the standards that we hold mothers to as opposed to fathers. We could do a whole episode on that. And I think we we should. should. I think we should. And I think we should even uh, like, we should have that person on one day. Oh yeah, we should talk about that because I th- I do think it's interesting. Like I've caught, I would like to hear his point of view. Yeah, like I've caught myself looking at him and being like, "Wow, he really puts his daughter first. Yeah, and he's doing it's such just a good, we it's don't just so see weird. it often. That's probably we true. don't we don't see dads that that really like take that next step. Yeah, like we know, know a lot of good dads. Yeah, but we don't know a lot of dads, but they're doing they're it 100% like on their own. good for dads. Like they're good. <laughs> you know what I, you know what I mean, right? You know what I You're mean. You're a good parent for a for dad. a dad, and, and like it's kind of true though. Uh, there are some definite like, there are some truths there. Yeah, like, even even really good dads, I don't think necessarily, and I think most they don't of them even come like, close to what we fucking yeah. do on. I, and I think basis. most of them would admit that. Right? Yeah, like there's there's been all kinds of like data that shows that like the mental load that mothers carry, even with like a father who's like working full time and is an, an active involved father, yeah. like tends to still not be dealing with as much mentally. Like, yep, to keep track they're of. They're able. Well, okay, so here's here's what this is. Um, so there is I'm trying to remember his name, but there is a pretty famous psychologist, and he and he does. You probably know who he is, but he does his um he does a lot of like stand-up type of comedy that ties into psychology. I have never heard of this. Okay, I'm going to find him. I'm going to send him to you. Yes. So he was basically talking about, like, the differences between a woman's brain and a a male's brain, a man's brain, how it works. And a woman's brain is the equivalent of, like, a bunch of cords, like, tied together. Like, like a one just big, giant freaking knot. A cluster talk. Right. And a man is able to compartmentalize. Like he has got all these little boxes in his head that he's able to like, he's got wife, he's got work, he's got kids, you know? And so he's able to separate those things. I think that's why their sex drives tend to be, I don't even know if it's that their sex drives are higher, but I think that's why men in long-term monogamous relationships don't get bored as easily as women. Because like once you shut the door and they see their wife naked, they're like, it is sex time. Yes. Whereas like we, we're thinking of all the things that need to be done in the house. We're thinking we're of the like, club, but we're thinking like yeah, all of it. Yeah. Even if we can like realize like, okay, this is what's happening in this moment. Like it's kind of like a cumulative thing for us. Like yeah. it's, it's like the whole, like the whole week adds up. We get in like our heads mood. big yeah. time. Cause I know I do like, I'm not sure if this has ever happened to you. I'm sure it has, but there's been so many times where like I'm having sex and I'll be like close to orgasming. And then like, Something comes off in my head and and it's done. 100%. Like I, there's no coming back from it. Yep. Yep. 100%. And I think that's why like if you take like a tired 
mom and take her to Aruba for a week. By like day three, she's going to be jumping your bones. Yeah. Because it's not that her husband got hotter or better at sex right. or anything. It's just that you take, you put her in an environment where she can kind of like Let cultivate go. that like sensuality, if you right. will. Um, well, then she doesn't have all the distractions. Exactly. And some women are able to like put that aside, but most can't. Most oh, of us are very much nice. like influenced by our environment, which yeah. is why like those years where you have really little kids and you have very little privacy and time to yourself, like are so hard on your sex life because yeah. sure. Once they go to bed at night, you have, you technically have time to be together, but it's like to get your brain to a place where you're like, you feel sexy and stress-free and you're able to focus on like the moment. And like you said, you're not thinking about like, oh my God, there's a pile of laundry on the bed. That's not sexy. Right. Or, oh my God, I really need to lose this weight. That's not sexy. Right. Or whatever it is. Or like, oh my God, I just had to change a dirty diaper. Yeah. Like, or know? even just like the anticipation sometimes. Like, yeah, you you're can... not thinking about it because you're in the shit all day. Well, like, for example, like you can just have put your newborn down and your newborn sleeping, but then you're like, okay, they're probably going to wake up in like 10 minutes. Like yeah. I can't enjoy this when I know my baby's going to be crying in the yes. next minutes and I'm not going to be having sex while my baby is crying. Yeah. Ex oh my God. Yeah. hundred percent. And God. like a guy could easily do that. Like they can wait. Like, yeah. Oh, like, they'll be fine. They'll, they'll be, be fine. fine. Like, uh, and no, you're like, literally, uh, no. like boner killer. Like right. I can't, like I can't. Can't not. We got to stop. It's, it's difficult because I think that it's translated into this like stereotype where like women don't like to have sex after they have like kids, ha kids and stuff and that's not it's not like, true it's, like I think it's we just, still the urge we, of course I think it's just like cultivating like an environment where women feel sexy again mm -hmm. right and it's not necessarily the guy's fault right no because uh, like well, in all fairness like I know my husband really tries to foster an environment where I feel sexy but it's I mean there's not really much that he can do in that regard right it's just it's it's a season of life that you have to like get through. Exactly. It gets better as the kids get older and they don't need you as much. Right. Like, right. When they, when you know, no one's going to wake up in the middle of the night um, or if they're at school all day. Yeah. And actually get like a couple hours alone. Like it does make a difference. But totally. That's how I don't understand like the couples who, and if you're one of these people, please explain to me how you keep like the romance alive. Because like, I don't know how people have like years and years and years where they're just having babies and how do you do that? Yeah. Like if it's, you have upwards of like four or five kids, like when, when did you find time to make all these children? And not That's a dumb thing to say because it's not like it takes a lot of time. Yeah. Sex, but and you, you know don't even I mean. necessarily have to want it to exactly. have it. Like you can just be like, okay, look, let's get it done. Okay, okay bye. Right. Uh, and I've... Could you not? When you're trying to get pregnant. It's actually the unsexiest thing ever. It's, the, it's not. Yeah. Sexy. When you're actually trying, it's the yeah. unsexiest thing ever. Yeah. Like accidental pregnancy... I remember that. That yep. was good sex because yep. we were not trying to get pregnant. Yep. And I had one accidental and two that I was trying. Yeah. The ones where you're trying are not like that trying to conceive period is not fun. Nope. And so like speaking of like keeping the romance alive and stuff. So Ryan and I are going on like our first date night this weekend. In, in a, long a long time. Like in a very long time. And we have like it. We have it all planned. We're going skydiving. I love it. Going, everyone's like, you're fucking crazy. No, I think it's great. Yeah, like, come on, you gotta do, mix it up. You need to do, like, high energy, like, 
playful things together. Yes. Can't so just like go to dinner. Right. Like it's not enough. So during the day, we're going to go skydiving. Then after skydiving, we're going to go to dinner. And then after dinner, we're going to go bar hopping, get drunk, go to a hotel, and probably have lots of sex. Exactly. Because the environment, because the environment has is been cultivated. Like right. you're doing something that's like physically active. It gets mm-hmm. your endorphins up. It's playful. It's out of the ordinary. You're right. doing it together. It's something that you don't usually do together. Yeah. Right. And then. It, yeah, it's just, and it just sucks because it's not like it's our husband's fault that life is stressful. No, right? it's, just, it's no one's fault. And even Ryan and I, we had this conversation when he got back from, what was he? This Washington, Arizona? A place Who knows? Somewhere. No, Utah. He was in Utah. Just kidding. Um, I don't know. He was in Utah, but so he came and we were talking about it and we're like, you know, we do have the tendency to kind of like get on each other a lot. and I, And it's, we love to blame each other for things because that's natural, right? Like you always kind of blame your significant other for everything. And we had to remind ourselves, like we're a team, we're in this together. Like we're, I know it gets really stressful and you're the first person I see when I'm super stressed out and vice versa. Yep. But we have to remember that like we're, we were in this together and like we can't be like going at each other because it does nothing for any of anyone. Yeah. And I think that's why people like, they, it becomes like a you versus them thing. And mm-hmm. it's really, it's not. Like it's not. It, it becomes a competition. I mean, literally like. Who's more tired? Who's more stressed? It's just right. stupid. And you kind of forget like who you were before this. Like when you first met and you were both like not in that thing together. I so think like, it's just a healthy balance too. Like I, I'm one of those people. I think it's very unhealthy for a couple to be spending all the time together. Like, I think that's so unhealthy. It's so weird to me. I, I strongly believe in both, both parties having their, their activities or hobbies or whatever, and having their own friends that they get to hang out with. Like I'm a firm believer in that. Um, don't get me wrong. There's been times where like because our husbands are gone so much, like he'll want to go shooting or something. And I get upset because I'm like, that's more time that you're spending away, you know? And I think if we had a typical marriage, then it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a big deal. Right. Cause I'm like, we already don't spend time together. You're already not around the kids. So like you're, here's something else that you're doing to spend time away from us. And I know that's not the right answer. Like I know that I shouldn't be thinking that it's right. But like, I think if we had a typical marriage, it would, that would be very different. I'd be like, go go do yeah stuff. I have a lot of friends Please, whose husbands bye. don't travel and they're like yeah it wouldn't be a bad thing if they went away for a week like we could miss each other yeah we could you know but that's because like, you just didn't go through a six-month deployment exactly right yeah. and uh I don't know I think this all comes back to intimacy issues again like I'm very very good at being alone by myself me for long too of time. and it's not good no, but it's I'm the same not way good, but we're the same which makes us really good people to be married to in our husband's line of right right but it also um yeah we're just like I'm more I feel like I'm more codependent on you than I am my actual (laughs) husband like legit like like if Ryan leaves somewhere I'm like okay whatever but when you leave I'm like what the fuck am I gonna do what am I gonna do I don't know what I'm gonna do I'm lost no I get it it's because we help each other out we are very codependent on each other and I'm okay with that well, you have to have a village, right? You do. You are my village. We have a good village. Yeah. We have a very good village. Yeah. On that note, we should probably go get, get do, to, oh. do our things that we have to do with the rest of get our day. Get them kids. Get them kids. From the school. Well, this was nice. This was productive. I feel like the sound quality is good. Good. People and, are going to be um, orgasming out the ears. 
Eargasms. Eargasms. Should we do ASMR? All right. <laughs> okay, guys. We love you. See you. Hear you. Talk to you. Talk next to time. you later. Yeah. Talk to us. Late. Whatever. Whatever. Get it. Bye. Bye.